And we are live at the Millennial Times Podcast. My name is Uriel Osuna, and I have with me Joke Malu. What's up, Jokey? How are you guys? How are you guys doing? So this segment, we wanted to talk about savings and 401k retirement. So on episode one, we discussed, basically we discussed about haters and alter ego, right, Jokey? Yeah, that was, it was a really, really good topic. You know, we got in depth about, um, about how to deal with them, how to avoid them and how to move on. Yeah. So this segment is going to be talking about specifically about investments and we're just going to scratch the surface. Investments is something that can go on and on and on. But we just want to give you just a gold nugget of information that will benefit you. And we just want to clarify that our podcast is designed to help you guys better your lives, whether that's with finances, with well-being, with any fort of relationship, anything of that sort. It is here to benefit you guys. So if you're wondering what kind of podcast this is, this is one of growth in every aspect. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Joki, so talk to me about the what's the benefit of savings? You know, like everyone, the benefits of savings is basically uh, you could buy things that you always wanted mm-hmm. without going in debt. You know, like when people buy stuff, they buy their shit basically with their credit card. And it really hurts you because... Let's say you borrow a hundred dollars and then you missed a month's worth of uh, payments. Okay. Now you owe the bank a hundred and thirty dollars. So the bank pretty much made about one third of what you're supposed to pay back, okay. which is thirty dollars. Well, I mean, isn't that the point of getting credit cards though? Is to develop credit. So yeah. how could it be bad? The reason it's bad is like it could hurt you. You know, when you owe when you owe people money they have a say because you owe them you borrowed their money so they have a right and that's the whole point of credit card you know like it it shows that you could pay people back basically so if you have good credit it means that people are are like willing to um lend you money but if you have bad credit people don't really want to give you money but they'll give you the money but they'll charge you a high interest rate well, what would be like a high interest rate what would be a good interest rate Say a high interest rate would be like twenty five to thirty percent, which is really really high. You know, so that's a lot. If I give you a million dollars, for example, you're gonna give me about three hundred thirty three thousand dollars. So you're gonna at the and, end, and is this uh, just one time or how does it work? Um, no, like it works like this. So basically, they have leverage over you because you have bad credit. So they have the final word, the final say. So it's either you take it or you don't. But most people who are desperate, they take the bad deal because they really want the money and they really want the product. So it benefits them at the end of the day. Dang. So you're saying like the 30% is not one time. It's like recruiting. Yeah, recruiting. Yeah. For so every year they can charge you 30% on the, uh, the balance, the principal basically. Okay. So you got principal and they got total amount. So yeah. You know, basically what you're saying is if I leave a million dollars on a loan with 30% interest, then I owe 1.3 million for the first year. Yes. Oh, so the first year. So the second year, I'm going to owe 30% on 1.3 million. Exactly. So it'll be like 1.9 roughly. Now you almost owe $2 million. You see now. In two like, years. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's all bad. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So. Then what do you do then? So you need money, but you mm-hmm. don't have it. So what do you do? 
I mean, the average person, you know, makes roughly above minimum wage. So how are you supposed to save money, but then you need money? So this is how you save money. So let's say you make $1,000 every two weeks, you know, which is decent money. You know, it's not the best of the money, but it's decent money. Yeah. So with that $1,000, obviously you want to make a budget. So if, let's say your rent is about $600 a month. Mm-hmm. So now you're left with $400. But you have to eat, of course, right? Yeah. Yeah, you have to you eat. Got, and you got to pay your phones, you know, you got to pay all your bills. So at the end of the day, let's say I'm left with $200 after I bought my meals and all that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get half of the $200, which is $100, and I'm going to put it in my savings account. Yeah. So by the end of the month, in the, by the end of those four weeks... I have about two hundred dollars, and now I could. And if I do that for, for the year, now I have twenty four hundred dollars, which is a lot of money. So you're basically saying that we make enough. It's just we're buying convenience. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So basically, oh, it, it makes sense because yeah. if you go out to eat, right? Yeah. And you're basically spending. Well, what does it run you to go eat something at? Like in and out, like to get a meal. It's like eight bucks, nine bucks? Eight bucks, yeah. Okay, so eight bucks, right? So for a drink, burger, fries, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's in one sitting, right? That's like probably lunchtime. Okay, yeah. so, but then if you eat, let's say you even cut out breakfast, let's say you just eat lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. So if you eat eight bucks on lunch and then for dinner, like what would you, like realistically, where would you go for for dinner? I'll probably just go to like a, uh, probably get like wings or something. So that'll cost you around like 15, 20 dollars. Okay. So let's say you get a good deal, right? For like 14 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So what's that? 14. Let's say you get a good dinner. Exactly. Uh, for 14 bucks on happy hour. Mm-hmm. And they get $8 because, you know, in and outs cheap. Mm-hmm. So that's what? 22 bucks, right? $22 in one day. So one day. But well, you got to eat every day, right? Yeah. And then you, oh yeah, you forgot. Like people love Starbucks and their caffeine. Oh, drinks. that's true. Yeah. Ooh. That's well, how much, how much does a venti cost? Like if you get, if say you get, five bucks. Okay. Okay. So let's say on occasion you put an extra five dollars here, five extra dollars there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have what twenty two dollars a day, right? Yes. And this is if you're not even getting Starbucks. Yeah. So, but you got to eat every day. Of course, yeah. So twenty two times thirty, thirty days in a month. That's about six hundred to seven hundred dollars a month. Dang! For one person. For one person. But it's food. Like, why does it even cost that much? Because you're paying for convenience, not, not a, what do you call it? You're paying for your time, you know? <laughs> yeah, but nobody makes In-N-Out burgers like In-N-Out. <laughs> well. <laughs> they, they make them with love. That's why they have that on the bottom of the cup. That's why they have a, a, a versus. <laughs> yeah, that's a good marketing campaign that In-N-Out does, you know. <laughs> but it works, you know. So basically, is seven hundred dollars, six to seven hundred dollars a month on food. Yeah. There is no way you can actually spend that much and be and just be eating lunch and dinner. That's if you're skimping. So you're spending seven hundred bucks a month. Now, if you were to go to the grocery store, I mean, realistically, I mean, like when you've gone to the grocery store, mm-hmm. how much have you spent? And this is like if you like went good like you're like oh man you know i'm dropping some good money so let's say um this is the way i do it so i spend about like 50 dollars on protein that could be chicken ground beef you know turkey whatever protein i'm filling mm-hmm. and then 
60 bucks on fruits and vegetables and and like pastas and starches all and all that okay so that's like 110 dollars. and then obviously i love snacks you know so that'll be another that snacks are essential those are so bomb exactly yeah like a little cheese cheddar cheddar crackers Woo, for a little (laughs) you know those hit really good you know (laughs) especially like if you don't feel like cooking anything that day you know you just just post it you know you're mm -hmm. just watching a movie you just post it you just want to eat some crackers yeah you know, Ritz, you know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the cheese. Oh, man, bomb. Yeah, it's, the taste was really amazing. So then, you know, so that's about like 160 right there. And then I'm buying other, more, like other junk food. So that's another 40 So that's like $200 in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, you see how much um, less I'm spending? I'm not spending that much. No, so are you spending that weekly or every two weeks? Every two weeks. So you say you spent like 110 Every week, every two weeks, I would say so. Yeah. Okay, so every two weeks, so that's like two hundred and twenty, uh, a month. Yeah. And this, and now let's say, like, let's say you're going hard, right? And you mm-hmm. drop an extra thirty bucks that month because you know those snacks were just too good to give up. Yeah. So like two fifty. <laughs> I'll a say month like two fifty. On, $2. 50. on and food. That, and this is like during like when I'm trying to lose weight. Like it's not like during bulking season where I'm spending about four hundred dollars on groceries mm-hmm. every month. But it's still cheaper than eating out. Exactly, yes. Dang. And it tastes better. Yeah, yeah, you're getting better food and it tastes better. And you're cooking it because you don't even know who's really making your meals. You know, they could have dirty hands and... Oh, I don't even want to think about that. Exactly. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I do not want to think about that. Exactly. If somebody's cooking your meal and they're just like, oh man, I got an itch. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it does happen, you know, like... Oh man. I've seen that. Scratching your head and oh, being her food. That's nasty. Yeah, but I feel like I've seen a movie where there was a uh, it, thing starts Ryan Reynolds and the ladies like complaining about her food. So the guys like don't ever mess with people who prepare your food because if you get them mad, you never know what they're gonna do behind the kitchen. Yeah. So the lady was complaining, and then they go in the back and they mess with her food. Yeah, that happens a lot at restaurants, you know, like, that's why when you go to a restaurant, you know, you don't want to, like, mess with someone who's, like, basically giving you food and, and feeding you, because they can do some shady-ass shit, and yeah, you're not going to like it. Yeah, you, you, you never you never know, yeah, you, never, exactly. you really never know, like, mm-hmm. they could be like, I one thing I have noticed, because if I say something like, oh, man, this food is so good, can you tell the chef, man, it's amazing, mm-hmm. they'll, like, put in the extra effort and then give you a like a dessert or something for free or they'll be like oh yeah uh don't worry we'll hook you up on a refill or whatever yeah you know like there's perks to being nice with people you know for example like you just said like if you compliment like the chef or like the management of the restaurant they they could uh prepare your food like extra well just for you because you're giving them compliments and you're respecting them you know you don't want to go to the restaurant and become be be that asshole you know like yeah, nobody wants to be that guy. Like, well, I mean, some people do, but yeah. you know. But at the end of the day, I never saw the benefit of being rude to somebody, especially when they have leverage over your food. Like, that's gonna go inside your body. Yeah. Why would you ever want to disrespect someone? Like, oh, can you send this back? This is cold. Like, no, these people, like, uh, you do not want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, no way. Oh, yeah, I would, I would, I would not do that. So, so yeah, the so. If you are spending roughly $250 a month on groceries, and this is 
caviar, right? This is like getting the good stuff with snacks mm-hmm. and the whole works, right? Versus $700 eating out by yourself. And this is just skimping out on wings and... Junk. And, 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 and in and out. This is like yeah. skimping out. Yeah, exactly. So you're saving more, like, you're saving roughly 75% because 250 roughly is almost, uh, it's three times as, yeah. you know, $750. So if you're at $700, you are saving a bunch of money. So how much are you saving a month then? You're saving about, like, $500. Jeez. And that's a month. So in, in, a, in two months, that's already, what, a, a grand? Yeah, $1,000. So in one year you're saving six grand. So you ask, well, what can you save money on? How about not eating out? Now remember, these are examples that we used. You going bare bone, like in and out, and like wings. That's not including that that you know filet mignon restaurant you went to the yeah. other day. That's not including the bar that you went to the other day. You know, spending money on on you and your friends. You know, because you got them. That's not including none of that. That I, Realistically, you're probably spending over a grand yes. on everything. You know, you wonder, oh, I don't have money. Well, actually, you did have money. You just mm-hmm. happened to give it a restaurant. Exactly. How else do you think they would stay in business? If you really crunch it down, I bet you anything, if you go to your bank and you look at where your money's allocated and spent, I think they even have tools now. Yeah, yeah there's It'll, a lot of apps. Yeah, the, yeah. That, they'll show you the apps where it's all spent, and all of that is on food. Yes. Yeah. There's no way it's not spent on food. All that's spent on food. Like going to the club, you know, you're now you're spending like 20 bucks for a fucking margarita, you know? <laughs> it's week like, two, it's all ice. It's fucking three, it's like $3 to make, you know? So they made like a $17 <laughs> oh, profit. E- e- well, even if that, I don't even think it's three bucks. I think Probably it's like a dollar, a dollar 68. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, if you buy the bottle of, like, you know, and because they're going to use cheap, cheap tequila. Of course. You buy a big bottle, it's going to cost you, like, 10, 12 bucks wholesale. Mm-hmm. You pour a shot or two. That's realistically, like, you know, maybe a, a 20th of the bottle. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably less. And then a little bit of juice, 17 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's all bad. I mean, well, not for the business, right? Maybe for you, but not for the business. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, what we're pretty much trying to say is like, uh, watch where your money is going, you know, because a lot of people have money, but the, uh, it's just bad choices. You know, you're, you're buying things that you really don't need, you know, like eating out every day, you know, you don't need to do that. You know, you're just doing that because you want to take a picture and show it on Instagram. No, or that you don't need that acai bowl. All right. Don't let, don't let your friend, your friend with the freaking yoga pants influence you. You don't need that acai bowl. With the hemp seeds, or <laughs> you don't need it. Yeah, I mean it tastes good, you know, but you really don't need it. You can make some oatmeal, you know, and add strawberries and berries in it, you know, and uh, and it'll taste amazing. You know? <laughs> Acai bowls. Mm-hmm. Let me find out. It's just minute crushed minute made juice. Let me find out. Probably is. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So remember, next time you go and eat at a restaurant. And you go get breakfast and get avocado toast for fourteen ninety nine. Just remember, you can buy a loaf of bread for two bucks and get like five avocados for like nine dollars. Mm-hmm. And you can have avocado toast for the next two weeks. Yeah, exactly. And it will taste amazing if you know what you're doing. <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, then I don't know what to say. Like if you burn your toast, I I, I don't know what to say. You know, it might be natural selection of the finest. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, 
like we said, you actually earn more than what you think, but it's all about your money allocation. Mm -hmm. So then we bring up to the next part. So, okay, so you do the right thing, right? You're no longer going to Wendy's every other Tuesday and you're saving your money. So you're wondering, okay, I'm saving my money. I'm saving 500 bucks a month, but what do I do? Do I just put it in the bank? I mean, you could, but the thing is, if you put $10,000 in the bank, in 30 years, it's still going to be $10,000. Yeah. But here's the thing. When you put money in the bank, over the years, you're actually losing money. But it's not in the ways you think. The way you're losing money is not through fees, which, I mean, for the most part, banks have fees. Yeah. But that's not the way you lose money. The way you lose money is actually through inflation. Mm-hmm. And you see that right now that's happening. So 10, 15 years ago... Gas was not $4.30. No. Why not? Because of infl- deflation back then. Correct. Back then, things weren't as expensive as they are now. So if you put... if So $10,000 back then had more purchase power. So if things are getting more expensive over time, why would you not want your money to grow and keep up with the times? So that, my friends, is called inflation. Inflation roughly grows about... One to two percent a year. So whatever it is, if you have you know milk that's three dollars, it'll be three o two, three o five, three o seven, three o eight, and then in a span of like you know ten fifteen years, you'd be like, oh man, milk's four thirty, exactly. which I mean is what it runs right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get some lucerin or you get some altadena. You know, now to sell it at the same price, they cut down on the portions. Mm-hmm. So you want a gallon of milk? I, they used to be three bucks when I remember. Mm-hmm. Now it's like four or five dollars. Mm-hmm. Now you may not think, oh, okay, you know that's that's not much. It's just an extra dollar. Well, it is if your money isn't growing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like, man, why does everything cost so much? You got rent going up. You got gas going up. You got electricity going up. You got everything going up. So how come everything's going up except your money? Ask yourself that. Why is everything going up? Accept your money. It's a good question. Yeah. Why is everything growing over time but not your money? So what do you do? Well, our guess is that most likely you're going to put it in a retirement account. You'll probably think about saving, right? How many of you have heard of a 401k? Pretty sure a good yeah. portion amount of you have heard of a 401k. You know, your com- if you work for a company that's retail or if you work for uh, contracting defense, they automatically enroll you in a retirement account, which isn't bad. Now, the reason I say it's not that great is because there's actually a lot of loopholes that when it comes to 401k retirements, you're told as a kid, hey, when you're older, save your money and put it away in a retirement account. Okay. So, you put away your money in a 401k, traditional. So, the way retirement accounts work is when you put your money, your company matches you up to a certain amount. So, over time, you generate interest. Right, Joke? Yep. So, you generate interest over time. So, these days, realistically, at best, you might get a 5% match. So, for, let's say I put $1,000 a month, right? I'll get 5% interest that'll grow over time. Now, it's not going to happen overnight, but 
in 30 years, I'll see my $250,000 that I invested grow into $1.3 million. So who doesn't want to be a millionaire, right? If I put my money right now in a 401k and I keep adding on to it and add on to it, when I retire, I could actually be a millionaire. Yeah. That is actually highly attainable if I put money away right now. I don't even have to put it aggressively. I can put it away right now and it'll grow over time because of interest. It grows at a rate. Now, remember what I said, inflation is one to two, but your interest rate and your match is 5%. So you're beating inflation, right? So when you invest, all your money goes into a retirement account and you be, make over a million dollars. Now, it sounds good, right? Now, my question to you is, is the, is the paint, is the painting picture, is it, is it all, is it all what it claims to be? So we've done our research and we've actually looked that realistically, even though you get $1.3 million after 30 years, after all your hard work, you actually don't leave with that much money. And I'll tell you why. You, everybody's aware of taxes, right? You're aware of taxes, Jokey? Of course. How much do they take out of your check? And this is working where you work out right now. How much do they take out of your check every two weeks? I'll say about like 25%. So, okay. So you don't... So you, they're taking out 25%, right? Yeah. So your tax bracket is 25%. Yeah. Okay. Do you think your taxes will go up if you make more money? Of course, yeah. So if you were to make like $1,000 a week, what do you think your taxes would be roughly? I'll probably say about like 30%. 30%? Okay. Yeah. Now, what about if I made like $5,000 a week? What do you think my taxes would be? Or like 30, 33 to 37%. Okay. Yeah. So traditionally with more money, you're going to get taxed more, right? Yes. Correct. So what happens if I cash out $1.3 million? Man, they're going to at least, like, you're going to get taxed at a, like a 47% um, tax bracket. So, so that's like half. So I already did this, right? So because everything that I invested was tax-free when I invested. So you're telling me... If I have my $1.3 million, I'm going to lose 47%, almost half? Yes. It just in one swipe? Yes. So what does that leave me with? It's like about like 650000 So I lost basically half to taxes. Yes. Because I was automatically put in a wealthy bracket? Yes. Even if you're, even if you're not. So all my years only to get slashed in half? Yeah. So, am I really up? No. But I invested $250,000. I'm up $650,000. I made money, right? Mm -hmm. Technically. I mean, did I make money? You kind of did, but you also lost a lot of money. But how, though? Because you you invested in the 401k. So, but isn't $600,000... More than 250 that I invested? Yeah, you made some profit, but let's say you were to invest that money in like maybe stocks, real estate, some other form of uh, investment. Mm-hmm. 
you will probably make about like 10 times that amount over time. So I made 1.3 million, but I lost half. Well, if the 5% got me to 1.3 and I lost half, that puts me at roughly 2.5 right in earnings. Yes. So wasn't inflation 2%? Yes. So what's the difference? Like 0.05? Mm-hmm. So even though I'm up, I just kept up with inflation? Yes, basically. So the whole time, I just kept up with inflation. So even though I made money, my money is now just going to match what everything costs. So I didn't make money. All I did was just keep up with inflation. Yes. So you're keeping up with the past, basically. You know? Oh, that's, that sucks. Yeah, definitely. That sucks big definitely. time. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I made all this money only to lose half of it. Yeah. And even though I'm up, it only keeps up with inflation. Mm-hmm. So I can't even buy the house I want. No, you can't. And if you do, you know, um, you're not going to have enough for your retirement. So, you know, when you're retired, you, gotta, you still got to eat, you know. And uh, uh, it, Could that be why a lot of people that are retired are already struggling? Yes. Because their money isn't carrying them? Yes. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, like, retired people, like, they work, they retire for five years but can't keep up, so they go back to work. So you're 70 years old, and you're supposed to live that wonderful life, wonderful life of traveling the world, going to good restaurants, you know, seeing loved ones. But you really can't do that because uh, you don't have the funds, you know. So now you have to rely on uh, government funding, like, food stamps and just social security and all that stuff yeah wow that sucks yeah that's tough so i mean so we're so you're telling me that 401k is basically a bust don't get me wrong it all depends on the individual you know 401k might be perfect for you you know if you're making a lot of money we're not saying do not invest in a 401k no we're just saying that uh it's not what it's all cut out to be? Exactly. You know, before you do anything when it comes to your finances, you know, um, um, just do some research, some basic research, which fits your uh, your finances, you know. And we're just giving our, our perspective. This is not advice. This is uh, just me and Uriel's perspective of the 401k and the, reti- the 401k retirement plan. So it all depends on your situation, whether it works for you or whether it doesn't, you know. Jeez. Yeah. Like like you said, it's it's not bad, but remember it's not a, it's what it's cut out to be. Yeah. So it is important to save and it is important to invest, but not all investments are the same. Remember, there now there's something that you could benefit from. Now, this is if you don't want to get taxed at forty seven percent, remember nobody escapes taxes. Everybody pays taxes. But if you do not want to invest in stocks and maybe you might feel overwhelmed by investments and real estate and all that stuff, there is an option for you. It's called a Roth 401k or Roth IRA, which is an individual retirement account. Going the approach of a Roth makes you pay taxes now. Mm -hmm. Realistically, you're going to make less now than you are when you retire. I could be wrong, but chances are you're going to have more money over time. Yeah. So if I put $1,000 a month, at, let's say at the end of the year, I put 12000 right? 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to get taxed maybe whatever I'm earning at that time. Maybe it could be 25%. So I'm getting taxed 25% uh, annually. Yeah. So I'm getting taxed smaller portions, but it's based on the smaller amounts. If I truly believe I'm going to earn more over time, it's better to go with the Roth because everything that you're generating is going to be profit from here on out. So it's better to pay taxes now while you earn less and you get taxed less. So your percentage is lower and the pot is smaller. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to feel it as much. It's better to lose uh, smaller portions in the beginning than to lose half of it at the end. So when your money is growing, you don't have to worry about paying it because you already paid your taxes. Now, it is a better alternative. There are rules and restrictions that apply. For example, an individual retirement account does have a limit to how much you can contribute. But if you do not want to worry about that, if you want to save your money, put it away on a Roth investment retirement account. Yes. So when you put $1,000 a month and yeah, you didn't get $1.3 million because you were taxed in the beginning. You got $900,000, $800,000. But when you cash it out, you're not going to have to pay taxes. You already, already own that. Exactly. You already paid your taxes ahead of time. You yes. prepaid your taxes. So it is better than 600000 from a traditional 401k. Mm-hmm. Your Roth is better. Now, remember, this has to be maintained and kept up and paid and paid and paid over time. Yes. But if you are looking into 401k retirements, the Roth is a better option. Now, if you just have a bunch of money right now that you want to put it away and realistically you might not work in the future, then go with the traditional so it can grow. But if you most likely are going to move up in your company you're going to earn more wealth over time. The Roth will be your in your favor. Yes. What do you think, Jokey? Yeah, that's he just pretty much like you nailed it down, you know, it was perfectly you perfectly lined it up. So basically what uh Uriel is saying is um it's better to pay your taxes now than later on. It's be- it's always better to uh to pay your to pay your taxes than later on, you know. So it's pretty much like do stuff in the beginning and so it doesn't later hurt you in the future. Okay. You know? And that's that's very vital when it comes to finances, personal issues, anything in life, you know. The moment you think about it, just do it. Don't procrastinate, you know. And uh as we said earlier, this is a disclaimer. Um your finances, it's your responsibility on how you want to uh how you want to make your money. And how you want to invest your money. This is just our perspective. And yeah, how do you feel about that, Odio? Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is our perspective. Now, Joke and I do have backgrounds in uh, economics and finance. Um, if you have more questions, you can always reach out to us. We are always here to help you. Um, now, we uh, are, are here to assist you. Now, we do have to wrap it up because we're already coming to the end of the segment. But please feel free to uh, share this with uh, your peers, anybody that can benefit from this. Uh, that could be family, friends, 
even yourself, if you feel like this podcast is helping you, please feel free to reach out to us and let us know how you feel. Let us know how things are going. We are here to help you. We are just public servants that want to benefit your lives for the better. This is the Millennial Times Podcast with Uriel Asuna and Joke Malou. want to wish you guys a good day and just kill it. Just enjoy yep. life and just make make good choices. Make sure that everything gets done in your favor. Thank you and have a great day. Bye. All right. Thank you, guys.